Yeah. So I had a really abnormally fast career trajectory. And, and, and I, 27. I, I, I credit that mostly to the side projects I've worked on. I've, you know, I've been blogging mm. and doing side projects um, pretty much my whole career as a developer. And so that allowed me to kind of stair step a little faster than maybe someone that's just clocking in and clocking out. These small successes we have, they happen by accident, but it's also because we actually just tried to do something, right? We weren't just like waiting for something to come around. What is your view on college? <laughs> Oh man! That, so this will be all, a this wide on question. Yeah. This will be a, a five-minute video on my on my channel as well. Everyone, I want to welcome you all to another episode of Chris Sean Talks. I am very excited for this episode because we don't only have a developer that I'll be speaking to who has extensive experience as an engineer, but someone who's also a business owner, which I am now trying to be as well. So I'm very excited to speak to another business owner, developer, you name it. Uh, we have Lane Wagner on here. And Lane, um, you are primarily a backend developer, but you're also the CEO and founder of boot.dev, right? Correct. So I'm, I'm, I'm basically self-taught front-end engineer uh, because it's, uh, it's a full-stack web app. But yeah, my professional experience is all all back-end stuff. Oh, okay. So you mean your full stack. Cool. So you're, you're a real engineer. What people would tell me, right? If Because I'm a front-end developer and people would always tell me, you're a front-end developer, Chris. You're not a real developer. I'm like, you don't <laughs> understand how complicated this gets. That's toxic, man. <laughs> That's toxic. Yeah. Welcome to YouTube. Yeah. Well, thank you for being on here. Well, I mean, introduce yourself. So I'm, I'm sure there's a lot that I missed. So you're Lane Wagner. You started your own online, uh, online course, online website tutorial. What would you call that? Online courses, right? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's funny because um, online courses sometimes get bucketed right into like just videos. Um, yep. But yeah, it's it's, it's a platform. Um, it's uh, very similar to Codecademy. If you've ever done Codecademy, mm -hmm. um, kind of code in the browser. So there's a there's a big, you know, my, my day when I'm working on the platform is split very much between actually creating course content and developing the platform itself. It's yeah. a lot of gamified elements a, to, to a lot to of and stuff that's very that's not easy that's time consuming right um <laughs> yeah. people have been telling me for years to create tutorials because i know i can make a lot of money off of it right having a following on youtube etc but i i guess you could say i was never really just driven i mean i i you know i try to get sponsors and stuff but like on top of that i'm not really driven but doing something just for the money i want to actually enjoy it and tutorials yeah, I'm a developer. I do it, but I'm a developer advocate now. But like, <laughs> it's very hard to create even one course. I feel like one course can take months. I mean, depending oh, on your totally. expertise, maybe um, trying to research other tutorials and what they screw up on and how you could be better than them. Like, I mean, as, like you said, it takes a while. I, I've been doing, I've been building this platform and these courses for a little over two years, um, and I just went full time on this three days ago. So uh, it, you Wait, know, it takes a while really? to get traction. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Okay. That that's actually impressive. Okay. And the reason that is impressive to me is because we signed, I think, a deal maybe a couple of days ago, or started talking last week. Right. You're sponsoring yeah. a video that's coming out, but you weren't even full time yet. Correct. So, um, so wow. this has been a side project, and just about a month ago, not even a month ago, I closed some funding. So I got a very small amount of seed funding for this thing. And Ooh, and that's allowed okay. me to yeah quit my uh, I was an engineering manager at a company called Reputation, um, yeah. you know doing back end stuff and yeah no no full time. You know th that's actually that's exciting because for me personally I mean I make really good income as a developer yeah um, which is mind boggling, and the thing is, and the reason I bring that up is because I'm being paid more money than I ever thought I could ever receive from a company 
wait like a hundred thousand dollars more than I ever thought I'd earn. Yet now my YouTube income is even surpassing that. Right. Like as of recently, right? Like <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> like recent, right? And and like more like pretty much uh, more more than tripling what I make per month. As I've only been doing, like go, try going all out for a month and a half, and that's scary because it, all this money is here. Right, and yet my job that I've been trying to work for for over half a decade, growing a career in, you know, it doesn't feel as important anymore. So I'm, I feel like I'm in a crossroads right now. On do I go all out on this? Right, <laughs> all my YouTuber friends are telling me, Chris, you're crazy. You make, you mean, you make, really, you're making good money on YouTube. You should just quit. It, it's scary for me. So like, we should talk it, about this. Uh, yeah, like. This I'm is sure exactly you felt going that through too. My head. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's why I'm because like I, I'm sure, I mean you were an, you've been a developer for over ten years, so longer than me. Even though you look younger than me, how old are you, by the way? So I've been writing code for over ten years. I've only oh, been a okay. professional developer for about seven years now. Okay, okay, so one year longer than me. How old are you? If if you don't mind asking that. Twenty-seven. Fudge, you're you've been a developer <laughs> for, since you were twenty, and you're self-taught. Okay. I did uh, well. Wow. I, no, I, I I do have a CS degree. Um, oh, you have a CS degree. I did degree. some college okay. in high school. Oh, you're a self-taught front-end developer. Correct. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, all developers are self-taught, though, right? Because how yes. many of us only use? I mean, I didn't go to school, but how many developers I know that went to school use only what they learned in college, right? Okay. Right. So I just want to talk about this real quick. So seven years, you were a. I think you were, in particular, you were a hiring manager, so you led a team for the last couple of years, mm-hmm. right? Which means you, you you're making more money, of course, but you also have more responsibilities, um, and you you left that a couple of days ago to do this. Yeah, so I had a really abnormally fast career trajectory, um, and and, and At I twenty seven. I, I, I credit that mostly to the side projects I've worked on. I've you know I've been blogging and doing side projects, um, pretty much my whole. Uh, career as a developer and so that allowed me to kind of stair step a little faster than you know maybe someone that's just clocking in and clocking out um yeah but but yeah i mean i do it because i i, I genuinely did it because i like doing it not because i wanted to stair step mm. faster and that's <laughs> you know at the end of the day and that's why i ended up uh, leaving to start my own thing and, and you know what i mean tell me if i'm wrong but like like these side hobbies these are just things we do for fun Right, like YouTube was my hobby for over half a decade, as long as I've been an engineer. Something I just do for fun, and it just so happens to finally do well. I mean, you raised money, which is actually very impressive, by the way. You know, I mean, these small successes we have, um, they happen by accident, but it's also because we actually just tried to do something. Right, we weren't just like waiting for something to come around. So, Boot Dev, how long has that been around? Like, when did you just start that? So, um, I kind of I started writing code. Uh, about two years ago um, and, and writing the courses. Uh, it's all kind of, you know, mm-hmm. all in one. Uh, had to do both, wrote the platform, then like published the first course on it. Um, and, and the reason I did it was because my wife, um, she's working as an x-ray, x-ray technician before we had our daughter uh, just about a year ago. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to get into development because she was getting really sick of being in the hospital uh, all the time. Being on call at 3 a.m. There were nights that like I would wake up and, and go with her, like, you know, after working my full-time job, to be with her at the, you know, uh, taking like drug tests and stuff like that. Anyways, um, so we went looking uh, for somewhere where she could learn online. And we checked and out all the usual. You decided to just, you know what? I'll just build it myself. <laughs> That's pretty much how it went. I mean, I, I did try to find a solution that would work, but I didn't, I wasn't happy with any of them. And, and, and particularly what was missing to me 
was I, I, she wanted to learn backend development. So we needed somewhere where mm-hmm. she could learn backend. But also, I felt it was really important as a hiring manager that she got that, that essentially the CS fundamentals in the curriculum yeah. somewhere. And everywhere I found kind of skips over that. Um, you know what? And if I could just point that out. So when you reach out to us, I mean, I've never heard of boot.dev. And I'm like, what is this? Is this not a boot camp? All right, let's just check it out. Make sure the courses are legit. Um, you know, I want to make sure what I promote is, is good for the, you know, the community. And one thing that was emphasized was back in development, back in development, back in development. Usually it's JavaScript, React, because it's, it, it, is easier to, it is easier to get a job in, in front of development, right? I mean, React is everywhere. It's so popular right now. It's hot. But you emphasize in back and develop, but not even just that. You emphasize in computer science. And I'm like, I've never seen someone do that. Yeah, right? it's, it's, you know, everyone goes to college for it. But there's, there's tons yeah. of people out there that don't want to go back to college, but do enjoy, you know, back end work, um, yeah. algorithms work, like performance systems, that kind of stuff. Um, and it's like you said, there's, I have absolutely nothing against React, Vue. Like I use Vue, right? Like it's great. Uh-huh. Um, but there's tons of great resources out there for that. So we're trying to do something that we feel isn't really out there which is honestly very impressive because i mean i i mean you probably saw my last podcast where i i didn't shit on college i i you know i think college is there's nothing wrong with college i mean other than the fact that they put everyone into have everyone you know they're stuck with their loans forever other than that (laughs) um i i think that a lot of people who want to learn code especially in the later 20s Right, later in the twenties, you know, thirties or forties, maybe fifties. I mean, a lot of them can't just go back to college, part time or full time. If you go part time, it'll take you eight years to get your degree, right? Full time, four years, right? And but everyone has to work full time as well to just live. And so I don't recommend that. And so that's one of the reasons why I was so excited to actually work with you, because number one, I work as a back end developer now in data engineering, even though I said I barely code, I still work in back end. And one thing I've noticed is that. A lot of the people I know, and even for me personally in backend, I get paid much more than I would as a JavaScript developer. As a JavaScript developer, my base, this is just base salary, would have probably topped off at 150K. At my, look, knowing what my skill level is, right? Just my skill, yeah, how, yeah, knowing totally. what my skill level is. And I know, I know, I know I'm not the best. <laughs> and that's for sure. But moving straight to backend, it went to like 200K base, right? And yeah. then what's the name? Uh, Brex reached out and they're like, Chris, we'll pay you X amount. You choose what equity and cash you want. We'll pay you up to 280K in cash, which is a lot, you know, and then Coinbase, even more. We'll pay you closer to 400K if you move to San Francisco. Hell yeah. no. Uh, <laughs> um, Where are you based again? I'm in Las Vegas. I'm in Las Vegas. Oh, oh, my family's from Vegas. I'll have to say hi sometime. Please. I mean, I love it here because I'm always in my house where it's air conditioned. <laughs> but uh, yeah. And so like what I noticed was, wow, moving more towards back end development brings me more opportunities, which is which I I want to actually start making videos on. And I know a lot of people will hate on me for this for saying, hey, I think I don't think back end development is more important than front end. I think they need each other. They need each other. Yeah. But from what I've seen and even experience, we get paid, we get paid more. I, I mean, I was just crunching numbers on this. According to the last Stack Overflow survey, um, I believe the disparity was, I want to say it was $15,000. Like the median front-end developer in the U.S. was around 135K mm-hmm. and median back-end was around 150. That gap is closing. It's, it's, it's it worth is pointing closing. out, you know, like... Front-end development's only getting harder. 
Right. Front-end development's getting harder. And, and I mean, back-end development isn't really getting easier. But, you know, <laughs> 10 years ago, <laughs> all front-end development was was like raw HTML. You know, or I yeah. should go farther back than that, probably like 15, 18 years ago, right? Flash. Um, but but back-end, it's just more, it's more than just PHP and Laravel. Uh, machine learning, data scientists, artificial intelligence. Um, wh- I forgot what it's called. Whatever um, those self-driving cars, what kind of technology is that? Whatever. When it comes to self-driving cars, right? Um, computer vision. There you go. Computer vision. So back-end is just so much more broader than I think than front-end. There's, there's tons of stuff. I mean, most of my, most of my career has been in ETL systems, extract, transfer, oh, load, right? Like or data science. Tons of uh, data okay. engineering, right? Data engineering, yeah. Okay. You could think of my customers as the data, data science team. Uh, <laughs> that's what I do time, now. Right? I do a lot of ETL now. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's, that's a huge part of backend engineering. Um, but, but you're right. The scope is huge because there's just so much going on, not on the screen, right? Yeah. And, and it's hard. Oh my gosh! Um, so like I, I I'm just so excited talking about this because I can't really talk to people about this. Um, back in development, I thought I would be bored of it because when it comes to front development, you create something, you see the results right away. Back end, it might take much more time, and it's really just all numbers that you literally it's just numbers, data that you see you right. work with. But I found that to be even more exciting for me. I don't know, maybe because I feel like, oh, I'm a real developer now. Now, I, if you want a hacker to be on screen, <laughs> use me and I'll have my terminal run, uh, you know, run Docker, have my terminal continually moving, et cetera, make me look cool and stuff. But um, anyway, yeah, I just, I feel, I feel cool now. But anyway, um, so that's exciting. So that's, and by the way, for anyone who's listening right now or watching, this episode isn't sponsored. You didn't pay for this at all. Um, Joseph, my manager, reached out to me. He's like, hey, the founder of Boot Dev wants to be an episode. I'm like, Wait, I've never had someone who sponsors a video want to be interviewed on an episode <laughs> before. And I told him I don't know about that. And he said, no, this isn't paid for. He told me about your experience. And I'm like, oh, shoot, this will actually be a good episode. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm glad. Okay. It's, I'm having fun already. This is, uh, <laughs> yeah. This is cool. I, I feel like you're a friend, uh, a friend already. Okay. So I have a question I want to ask, and I think will resonate with a lot of viewers. You were a hiring manager for how many years? Right? You, were, you grew pretty quick in your career. 27. Um, let's see. Only, only the last three. Only okay, that's half of my career right now. <laughs> so okay, okay. So as a hiring manager, you were hiring for you were hiring data engineers. Yeah. Um. So for back end positions, I, I've always worked on. Well, as a manager, I've worked on small teams of like three or four developers. Um. So hiring for a small team. Um. Most of my career has been in Go. So Go development on the back end, kind of microservices, Kubernetes, cloud engineering type stuff. Um. But yeah. What do you think? And, and actually, maybe I want to emphasize on this. And please tell me if you think I'm wrong, right? Um, if I'm wrong, tell me <laughs> because I want to know, right? I mean, everyone has their own opinions. I think one of the mistakes a lot of people make, which I did as well, was I always just tried to look at the – how do I say this? Uh, when it comes to development, I, I, I didn't really try to dive deep into understanding the nuances of languages. It was just build something, get it to look like that, but don't really try to fully understand how a lot of – how JavaScript works, or let's say PHP, and et cetera. And I feel like that limited me when it came to problem solving. So I can make something look pretty, but when it came to problem solving, because I didn't really try to understand the nuances of what, how a language works, or et cetera, you name it, a stack works, I felt like that limited me a lot. So for you as a hiring manager, do you think that was one of the reasons, or often one of the reasons why you wouldn't accept someone, you would reject them in an interview? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean problem solving is really 
really, really yeah. important. That's why especially... we make a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I have so much to say. Let me let me try to like package this all into something coherent. Um, so to answer your question, yes. In, in interviews, you know, I, I was a big fan of um, an interviewing method where basically I would have someone open code that they've already written. So if they had like some open source code or it, I, I would give them oh. a little project to do no beforehand that would... No lead code. <laughs> I All right, like... I love you. I love you already. We need to promote this boot.dev. <laughs> <laughs> I really struggle with live coding. I've I've personally failed interviews that like I definitely could have done if no one was watching me over my shoulder. Um, you know, no problem. But so I really don't like live coding, but I, I do like when someone can like talk me through their process without having to like, you know, stress about syntax and like nitty gritty stuff. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, that's really what I'm looking for, right? Is is uh, whether someone can kind of muddle their way through to a solution, even if they don't have the syntax memorized or the exact algorithm memorized, they kind of know where to start looking. Like, oh, maybe mm -hmm. you know, maybe a binary tree structure would be good for this, or oh, maybe um, like this database would be good for X Y Z reason. Um, you know, th those are the kinds of things that that I would look for. And a struggle that I that I definitely saw with um, there was basically two main camps that I would see people in. One is mm -hmm. um, People who've gotten a degree, right? And if they're if they're fresh out of college, um, having gotten a CS degree, um, the big challenge is a, a lack of a lot of like practical knowledge. Things like just you know how to use Git, what Git is in some cases, um, you know with database technologies that are out there, just like simple, stuff that you do day things. to day. Yeah, simple, simple stuff. Things. They're like within a month, like you could catch up yeah, on all of this, you, right? You could. So when you say database technology, is like knowing the difference between a relational database, non-relational database, Postgres, and MongoDB. So I would have gotten a Java for an interview with you. Perfect. Um, cool. <laughs> Just kidding. No. Okay. No, this, this, so again, the small nuances, and and I think why, and I feel like because I've interviewed a few people when it comes to front-end development, but those small nuances are very important because it shows if someone is interested in what they're doing. Yeah. Right? It and that's just the problems that um, people who've gotten a degree have. Like on the other side of the spectrum, um, like you kind of swing the pendulum completely the the other way. Um, Self-taught developers and bootcamp graduates, in my opinion, typically had the other problem, where mm -hmm. they did know a, a lot of the technologies, right? And they did know how to like push a project up to get and all this stuff. Um, but they lacked, in a lot of cases, like fundamental knowledge about, you know, basic data structures, algorithms, uh, problem solving skills, critical thinking, like these kinds of things. And so my, you know, kind of the goal of boot dev is like, I think there's like this happy medium you can find where you're using like modern technologies that are like real life and applicable, but you're still doing all of that, like, you know, fundamental CS learning. Yeah, that 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 is amazing. Um, And now I can see why you do emphasizing particular things even on your i mean i guess your job now your company right the courses that you sell online which makes total sense and now i i do have another question as well what is your view on college <laughs> oh man that, so this will be all, a this wide question yeah. this will be a, a five minute video on my, on my channel as well ceo tells me his views on college what is it um, okay, there's tons of great things you can learn in a CS degree. Uh, absolutely. Uh, but, like, the big but is that it's really oh. expensive, right? Yes. And it's really time-consuming. Um, so, like, if I were, say I were talking to, like, a personal friend or a cousin or something that's asking me how they should go about learning to code, my advice is still... How old would this still, person be? 
But let, let's say with? that they're 18. Like they've just graduated 18? high school. 18. Let's wow, just assume okay. that. Uh, okay. Assuming they're 18, they just graduated high school. If they have scholarships and they can go to college for free, I would still recommend that. Yes. Right. I would just say go to college. Like it's going to be four years. You'll have a good time. It's free because you have scholarships, or maybe it's really cheap because you have scholarships. Um, just just do it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but if if basically if that's not the case, if that's not the yeah. scenario, um, I think I think you're better off either self-learning or, or maybe a boot camp, depending on your personality type uh, these days. Um, because it's just, it, I just don't think the the ROI is there, right? The return on the investment. Um, is it because you don't primarily focus on only computer science and software engineering in college? It's like half computer science, half other BS that you'll never use or? Yeah, so you've got two years of philosophy and humanities classes, right? Um, <laughs> Which I love philosophy and humanities. And I think feel like as a society, we need to figure out how to like get that into like our, our brains. But like mm -hmm. it really sucks to spend a ton of time and money, right? When you're like a poor 19 year old, like learning stuff that isn't going to help your career. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely think there is a scenario under which getting a degree makes a lot of sense. Um, but I also think there's scenarios where boot camps and self-learning um, make more sense. How long do you think it should take a self-taught developer to get a job? Um, I think that there's a huge problem in the e-learning industry where people say it happens too fast. Like set expectations too high. Mm. Um, I, I get kind of upset when I hear like, oh, you can do six this months. in eight weeks or, or six months oh, or, or whatever. Like really? you hear wild claims. Um, just uh -huh. I'm not going to name. I, I, I've made a video <laughs> on doing it in six months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Six months is like more towards the reasonable side, I think. Um, I, I've heard three months and that is like pretty yeah, crazy I, to me. I've done it in three months, but that was just pure luck. Oh, it can happen. Like, yeah, I, yeah. It, like it, I didn't even do a coding interview. It was, oh. Uh, Chris, oh, you're from this city? Oh, I'm from that city too. You you went to that school? Oh, my kids went to that school. Oh, you know what? Let's hire you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it made a good YouTube video though. <laughs> no, absolutely. And, and it, it can happen. I, I you know, it's not it, normal. It, it's not normal. So like when you're trying to set expectations for yourself, right? If, especially, I mean, it depends on how, how, how often you're learning, right? Are you spending a couple hours a day? Are you spending, are you full-time learning, right? And your, and think, your comprehension skills as well. I think that's very important. Yeah. Right. How, just how well um, you like did in school would be a good indicator. But mm -hmm. I think for most people, if they're self-teaching, like kind of, um, you know, nights and weekends, that like nine to 15 months is a pretty good benchmark yeah. of like when you should start looking for a job. After yeah. You... I think if you're like, so when I say six months, I think if you have someone guiding you, right, helping you exactly what to do in a situation and and just considering you have that time to commit you have the time to focus, you know, um, you're not like me where I can only focus 10 minutes at a time, right? Yeah, I think that can be possible if you, if you have someone guiding you and giving you Oh, if you have a mentor, it makes it so much yeah, faster. Yeah, so yeah. much faster. If you don't have a mentor, if you don't have anyone giving you direction, you're, you're just going all over the place. So, yeah, yeah no, I, I agree. I mean, even just like not, nine months to a year, year and a half, very, it, yeah, that's that's very doable. And I think that, that may, that's like, why should it take less than a year or two years because people have to go through four years of college and yeah. pay so much debt. Right. Yeah. Um, the, the way I see it, I mean, I'm very passionate about, about this topic. The way I see it is, you know, if I can get a job in like a year, you know, let's say a span of four years, someone goes to college one year, I use that to learn code. 
get my job in year number two. In those last three years, rather than paying a school to teach me how to code, um, paying them maybe, I don't know how much school costs now. Let's just say 30K per, per year, 40K, maybe more. Could um, be. It depends oh, where you go. Okay. Oh, man, it gets so, bad. So, yeah. So, yeah, just let's just say $30,000 a year, right? You're paying a school to teach you how to code for the four years. That's what? Uh, $120,000 in debt, by the way. That would be a really nice uh, Tesla. So you're paying a school $120,000 for, for them to teach you code, or you can get a job paying you maybe, let's just say, 70 k a year for three of those four years to learn code, right, on the job yeah. and et cetera. And I feel like that just makes more sense, especially considering debt now, right, um, considering how you can't get out of the loans. And I, I mean, I personally, I buy everything cash. Everything yeah. I buy cash, and I just hate debt. That okay, so cool. I, I'm really glad to hear that point of view. Um, I'm curious then, like, and I, I don't think I actually um, you, you didn't answer this earlier, but when it came to creating courses, because I want to eventually do that. Yeah, you, I don't know when. I like I have I don't even have time to play games, which I'm sad about. But like, how long does it take to make a course? Like, I'm, I'm on your website right now. Let's just say learn Python. Oh, 30 hour course. Wait, does that mean 30 hours of just going through your tutorial, reading everything, if they never stopped, didn't take break? Like, I, I probably need to figure out a better way to, to indicate this because it depends <laughs> so much on the person. That's yeah. I, I'm kind of benchmarking that for someone. That, that first course is intended for someone who's never coded before. So someone who's never coded is going to like read, reread, like, you know, run the code, debug the code. It's probably going to take about 30 hours. Um, yeah. As far as how long it takes to write a course, um, let's see. So I've released... There's six projects, so 11 courses, I think, right now on the site. And I've been doing this for two years. So it's a, I've been at a pace of about a course every couple months. Mm. Um, the projects, so we do courses and projects. The projects are yeah. are still kind time-consuming for the student because it's a lot of, like, you know, building. But for me, it's actually a lot easier because the whole point of the projects is I kind of want to let you go off into the world and I like give you some guidance and 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 some oh, really some stuff to build but yeah like you're doing it all on your local machine you're kind of out of the sandbox and now oh. you're like building on your own so those are actually easier for me to put out um yeah but uh yeah we mix them in there I think it's helpful I'm asking these questions not because this is this is not being sponsored because I'm curious for myself yeah right uh like you say that you're learning computer science here. What does that mean? Because you're teaching you're teaching people how to work with algorithms, data structures, which a lot of honestly tutorials don't teach. A lot of them don't teach anything about data structures, which is I think essential even as a front end developer. Um, like what 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 is it that makes <laughs> where how do I learn computer science on here? Yeah, it's a great question. So um, computer science is a almost a loaded term, you know, some people, when they think <laughs> computer science, they just think programming. Um, but sure. the way I use it is, I guess, somewhere in the middle of like the way Alan Turing used it and the way like my mom uses it. So like Alan Turing, like think back to like, I don't know if you've seen the movie Imitation Game um, about about him. He was the kind of the founder of computer science in a way. Um, to him, computer science was math, right? It was all on paper because they didn't really have computers yet. Um, yeah. So you're, they're like designing algorithms and cryptography and all this stuff um, kind of on paper and, and theoretically. Um, and and then, you know, now obviously we have like programming languages and syntax like that. So to me, it's somewhere in the middle of the theoretical and the practical. Um, but at the end of the day, like the core things that we care about teaching are, yeah, the, the algorithms, the data structures, advanced algorithms, like programming paradigms, like functional and object-oriented programming. Um, and then we want to get into some of the more rigorous stuff, like, computational mm -hmm. theory so like like you know the study of like what 
pro what what uh, problems can be solved with computation? Um, that's uh, that's like one of the you know bigger questions of of computer science. Um, and we don't have that course yet. We've been carefully yeah. planning for it. Uh, <laughs> some of them are harder to do because, like, as you get down towards like you know traditionally in a CS degree, you get down towards the bottom. It, it's actually less um, programming that you do, and there's like a lot of kind of pen and paper type of work. So I'm trying to think through how I can make that fun and engaging, um, you know, without just like <laughs> having a bunch of text to read or maybe a video to watch. I want it, I want you to like do stuff, you know, and that's a little harder yeah. with some of the more uh, advanced topics. I mean, I can only, oh gosh, trying to teach computer science, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know any of it, so I can only imagine how difficult that is. I do have another question, which is, so, I mean, your my question is in regards to your experience working with other developers, who performs better? <laughs> Self-taught developers, college graduates. Oh, man. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, this is going to do well. Oh, gosh. Let's go. <laughs> what a funny no question. Um, so not, I, but I mean, no, yeah, just not, not that who's better, right? There's, no one's necessarily better, but like, yeah. It, again, it's, it's different. Um, those people with a college degree, again, like let's assume it's it's once anyone has five years of experience, right? Whether they kind of came from boot camp or a college degree, I feel like it it starts to blur, and like you couldn't point at someone and tell which they came from unless you like started asking really like academic questions, and maybe you could pick out the college graduates, right? True, but um, oh, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but assuming you're not doing that, right? Uh, then we go back to the beginning, someone with like less than a year of experience and, and who's better. I, uh, man, it's, it's the, the college graduate, again, just to like stereotype and generalize is going to be stronger in their problem solving skills. Right. So they get like some, some nasty function that they need to debug. And my guess is they'll be, they'll have an easier time doing that. Um, Whereas just like the day-to-day -day things of like, um, you know, working in Git um, or being familiar with, with some of the technologies you're using, like say you're a front-end developer, for example, CS grads, in my opinion, like it, it's, it's so overkill to get a CS degree and then go do like React development <laughs> because... I agree. <laughs> not because it's like not useful. Like there's a lot of stuff that's still useful, right? Like data structures and algorithms are still useful, but like you don't like ever really learn like React or reactive frameworks. Or, or and that's anything like super math important. related. Anything related to math or, you know, I yeah, mean, yeah. even in front of development algorithms, at least from what I've seen, unless things change. I haven't done front of development in two years now, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't see any of that being used in uh, as a front end developer, which makes total sense. Well, why do you think some people do that then? Have you seen that? I mean, I, I haven't personally seen that. All the front-end developers I know, uh, either for some reason, they have a degree in front-end development, which is kind of weird, um, or was purely self-taught. Have you seen that? There, there's more self-taught developers on the front-end, for sure. Um, yeah. Oh, definitely. Like, absolutely. Um, which, is, which makes sense. Like, there's, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I do know front-end developers have CS degrees. Just on my last team I was on, um, let's see, two of them. On the really? front end, on like the front end team I worked with of of six, uh, two of the six had had CS degrees. Um, Interesting. And you know it's it's nice because that's it's flexible for them. Like you know they could easily move to full stack and back end. Very true. Um,
But like the point is they didn't graduate with skills in React. So yeah. like had to go self-teach that essentially. Yeah. Um, and so that's what's that's the advantage you have of being self-taught or, or maybe from bootcamp if you're going into a front-end role. But on the back end, I feel like getting caught up on back-end technologies after a CS degree is like pretty quick, um, mm. especially if you're doing like data engineering. So who are you? Like, <laughs> sorry, that came out wrong. <laughs> that came out wrong. Like, who, who, who are you? You're, you are, you were a hiring manager. You did a lot of ETL. I personally prefer ELT um, because that's what my company does. <laughs> Airbyte. Um, but on top of that, like, you, you're running, now you're running this business. What do you mean? Okay, so I, maybe, maybe I understand if you can't answer this question because I personally work 100 hours a week just trying to learn more about YouTube to succeed yeah. in it, et cetera, which takes a lot more effort than people realize. Some, uh, someone that I was about to work with told me that YouTube isn't a full-time job. Screw them. They're about to pay me $100,000 <laughs> just to manage the channel. I'm like, forget this. I'm not doing it. Right? <laughs> I just threw it away. But I'm like, that's not, they yeah. don't, I don't want to work with someone like that when you don't understand how difficult it is. But um, like, I'm sure you, walk, you work a lot of hours. You have this company. I don't know if you have anyone that works under you, but like, what do you do outside of that? Do you have any hobbies? You play World of Warcraft. You play Valorant. What is it? What's up? At the moment, You're 27. It's, yeah, you must play at, some game. At the moment, it's Age of Empires 4. I think there's like tens of us Whoa, that play that game. What? <laughs> Age of Empire. Wait, Age of Empire. That's when you just control like an army, right? And you go to war. You conquer a map or something like that. Yeah, and the is fourth one just came out like I don't know, seven or eight months ago. It's pretty new. Um, Age like, of Empire. I like time strategies. Yeah. You know, so I, I love that game. I, I, I do. I love that game. I used to play it a lot, but I get bored after like one or two months. Yeah. I mean, it's online it's now, like the newer ones. So you, yeah. You do competitive oh. online. Yeah. It's, wow. uh, it's a good okay, time. Okay. <laughs> so you actually play against other people. Okay, cool. And on top of that then, anything else you, you do for fun? What's your life like other than that? Uh, I play the drums. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's a good time. Okay. It's a good hobby. <laughs> Uh, you you must be in a house. You cannot be in an apartment. No, no, way. no, no. I, yeah, I'm in a house. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm from Northern Utah. Um, so uh, I have a wife and a daughter. Um, second, we have our son on the way. Um, nice. Wow. And you quit your job. Your consistent <laughs> paycheck. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, like I said, I, I raised a small seed round. So... I do okay. have a paycheck. Are you? It's just I smaller. Know companies <laughs> do share the seed round. I don't know if you're. Are you not able to share that yet? Right. You know what? You I actually don't know. I probably can, but <laughs> I might have to do it another time because I'm not 100 okay. percent sure. <laughs> it's can less than like, a, it's less than a million dollars and more than a quarter it's of a million dollars. <laughs> oh, it's less. Okay, cool. So sustainable, at least for a couple of years, and you can go yeah. back to engineering anytime. You might get paid less because right. you took a break. But you can get a job. And I mean, you're only 27. Jeez, that's when I became a developer. <laughs> I'm 35. <laughs> I'm turning. I'm turning 35. So I became a developer at 27 years old. So yeah, you you have all the time in the world. So how is that then for you? Like, what is? Do Do you have anyone that works under you? I mean, the more people you hire, the more money you spend. Yeah, right? absolutely. Uh, so I have one guy um, who is at the moment completing a. CS degree at kind of the local community college. Um, oh, nice. And he does, he does great work. His name's Alan. Uh, he's in our Discord. If you ever join our Discord, you'll, you'll see him. But uh, he's, he's great for a number of reasons. He basically does a lot of the development work with me. Um, he helps me write the courses. 
And uh, he is a fantastic Discord community manager because he was uh, so his qualifications are that he's a World of Warcraft raid leader. So oh! uh, <laughs> he does a great job. So there are two people who work at this company. One plays Age of Empires. One plays WoW. Okay, that, that's awesome. And we play I, I Dota together. To really? Okay. In our, in our well, off that's, time. Yeah. That, that's awesome. Um, running this business isn't easy, right? Like, the reason I bring that up is because how many people work under me right now? And this is all my money that's going out. Um, I have one, two, four people. And if we add all that up, my, just my payroll is about $8,500 a month. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. You know, yeah, um, that's like a, you know, you're, that's like a, I don't know, 70K a year that, or something like that. that. That's, that's half. I mean, that's that's pre-tax, right? I mean, I guess you could say that's half of what I make as a developer because I make about 16K pre-tax every month as a developer, right? Yeah. Uh, base salary. And so that's half of my check going to them, trying to like invest in this company, a.k.a. YouTube. And that's a that's a lot of money. Do you know how many nice things I could buy? Like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, gosh, I can get that Porsche again, or you know, I can buy, a, you know, I I pretty much whatever I wanted, right? I can with that eighty five hundred bucks cash going out. But the way I see it is, if you want to take, if you want to grow something and grow it well, I feel like you have to be willing to take that risk, calculated risk. If I need to, I can go get a job again in the future. But like, and you have to be willing to invest in it because if I'm not willing to really invest in it then it's not going to grow. Then I really don't believe in it, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. But let me give you some numbers I can give you. So, like, oh, okay. for the last year, um, before just we just raised the money, like, a week ago, um, I spent... Is it, is it in your bank now? Yeah. Yeah, it's done, uh, which is great. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that must be nice to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, it's nice having that runway. Um, yeah. But over the last year, I spent personally $50,000 Uh funding boot dev so uh, less your, than your own w your w2 income yeah yeah wow that's a lot of money so i mean it's less than 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 you're doing right uh well in terms of total expenses right because if you were spending about eight grand a month that'd be like 90k ish but over a year but you i'm sure you had some money coming in though right some money here and there yeah coming. so we made okay. in revenue like 27k i think over the last 12 yeah. months um okay so i was down yeah like what 23 not to um, mention it's a tax write-off so but uh, yeah <laughs> yeah no definitely okay so, so wow so about five thousand dollars per month you said uh yeah that's of about what i was spending or yeah fifty thousand yeah so a little less than five thousand what i was spending and then just you so know the revenue has been growing steadily since then oh yeah no definitely but but why like your why own spend money, money? <laughs> yeah right like no just really from, from the yeah. perspective of someone who isn't trying to build a business everyone that's, just tries to be a developer but i think everyone should try to start a high, a high hustle side hustle why are we investing so much of it so when you say you are dropping 5k per month where's that going because i don't think service costs that much yet right you don't no, have a lot of my servers your... are cheap really cheap <laughs> yeah so like where does that money go to yeah, it's a great question. Um, <laughs> Business expenses. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. So I'm a developer. I am not a marketer, as it turns out. Uh, so I spent a good amount of money trying to experiment with different marketing channels to get the word Let's out. See. Right. So, um, you know, paying content writers, um, paying for ad placements, that kind of mm -hmm. stuff um, was definitely a big part of the um, the expenses. Um, 
what else did I do? Oh, a big, a big chunk of change was uh, for a while in 2019. Now we're getting a little off topic, but in 2019, I had a business partner on the project temporarily um, to see if it would work out. And I ended up buying him out of the business at the end of, sorry, not 2019, 2021. Wow. What am I doing? Years are weird. Yeah. Um, but at the end of 2021, I ended up buying him out for, uh, at the end of the day, I think it was about $14,000. So, like that was a big chunk of change. Um, oh yeah. Of your own personal cash. Yeah. Just to get yeah, that percentage of the business back. Um, uh, he was great, but it just wasn't working out. Um, as like the takeaway from that is like, you can't really market to developers without being a developer. It just comes off as uh, like uh, mm-hmm. disingenuous, right? Well, that's the thing that developers hate more than anything yeah. being marketed yeah. to. Exactly. Um, I mean, right? You're just trying to I mean, use your product, et cetera. People messaging you on LinkedIn to test out the product is very annoying. Um, and I blocked them right away. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. And I guess it's interesting to me because I, I mean, I spend zero dollars on marketing because I guess I'm the person that just does it, you know, organically. Through that's YouTube. your business, right? Your yeah, uh, that's my business. I do it content for other creation. People. Yeah, yeah. So I'd spent about fifty fifty grand over the last year on the business, made about twenty seven. Um, okay. And and right now, just in case anyone's curious about revenue numbers, uh, we did about seven point five thousand last month in revenue. <gasps> that skyrocketed. Yeah, yeah. Can, can uh, I, a year ask, ago, we were doing less than a thousand. How? I mean, I, I'm not selling any. I don't sell anything. But like, I, what is it? Was it because you're like investing in content creators uh, to do, promote your product? What What is it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm definitely you know I'm do, going on podcasts, uh, <laughs> stuff like that uh, to find people. But the products just come a long way in the last year. You know, last last year we didn't have half of our content. For example, it's like twice as much yeah. content now. Yeah. Um, We've uh, and yeah, we've really kind of found some some you know in in marketing speak distribution channels that are working. So like we're finding people on Twitter, uh, we're finding people on Discord, um, and and just you know building building a product that actually works for a very specific niche um, niche audience. I think one of the mistakes I made again. Now we're kind of getting into the weeds of business talk, but one of the mistakes I definitely made in the beginning was trying to build a platform for too many people. And we've really kind of found our niche in what do you mean, what do you mean too many people like, like like too many types of people like like for example the last thing you want to do when you enter a crowded market like edtech is um, build like a, a, a general product like uh, lear- mm. come learn to code like you're competing with way too many people right um, you have no point. specialization but like if you can kind of niche down it helps a lot so we've really focused down on on, on learning backend on computer science and on even on specific like two or three programming languages. That's helped a lot. No, that, that actually, that's a very smart move because I mean, so I'm an affiliate for another online school, um, Zero to Mastery, but they're they're targeting everything. Oh, they're great. Yeah, yeah, they're amazing. Uh, that's why I promote them. Um, I mean, and the affiliate's nice, but like they they go all out from Python to do a little bit of data engineering here and there. Um, you know, front end development, back, a bit of back end development. But that's that's tough. Yeah. Right. And so like I think that's very smart of you because specializing in one thing and in particular promoting computer science, focusing on that without going to college, I feel like that's huge. Like emphasizing yeah. to people that they can learn computer science, not just through is there Harvard has their own website online. I forgot what course everyone talks to. Or the CS50. Harvard, CS, yeah. Yeah, CS50 that everyone brings up in every single comment in every video. But the fact that you don't even need to do that. But now there's a place where it's easier to learn. It could potentially be easier to learn code, learn computer science 
on your website, which I think is pretty amazing. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, that, that's definitely it. And, uh, yeah, finding the niche really helps because now we can go super, super deep on it. Like rather than trying to like build random stuff, you know, we get, we get feature requests for like random stuff like, oh, when's your react course coming out? And I'm just like, I'm sorry, probably never. Um, it's like, we can go super, super deep on this, this, this really specific topic. And I think that's, uh, it's pretty fun. No, that makes sense. Oh gosh, that's awesome. Okay, cool. Oh man. I mean, I don't know what other questions I can ask you. I mean, this has been really fun. Um, do you work 100 hours a week? I'm curious. How many hours a week <laughs> no, do you work? I don't. Um, so, Gosh. I mean, I just started the like self-employed thing a couple days ago. But when I was working full-time, so I'd spend about 40 hours working my full-time job. And then I was spending, depending on the week, between 10 and 20 hours on uh-huh. boot dev um, is probably yeah. fair. And then I have a daughter uh, my wife doesn't work luckily, so she's able to like stay home full time. Um, yeah. and that's what she wants to do, which is great. Um, but I, you know, I try to spend as much of my evenings as I can with them. So it gets, uh, it gets busy. Yeah. no, I can only imagine having a family. Um, I'm single. I have two dogs and, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm legally single. <laughs> uh, soon I'll be, I'll be married soon. I'm engaged right now, but I can only imagine. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. No, this has been great. Wow. Lane. I seriously, I want to, um. Uh, thank you for coming on here. This has actually been really fun. I, I just so oh, much yeah. more questions I want to ask you, but I know um, there's only so much time we can have. So, yeah, was there anything else you want to say to end this where people can find you, catch you, etc.? Uh, yeah, if you want to find me, I'm at Wags Lane, uh, W-H-E-S-L-A-N-E. Um, pretty much everywhere, um, but mostly I'm on I'm on Twitter. Uh, it's probably the best place to find me. And then just yeah, Boot.dev is the the name of this. It's the name of the site and the name of the company. So definitely uh, find me there too. Well, dude, I'll, I'll put a link in the description too. So awesome. Lane, again, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. No, thank you, man. That was great.